0: okay so
1: we are moving on
0: to top top five movies of the decade top Top
1: five movies (laughs) this one was oh shit i just realized one of these movies came out earlier than the decade oh damn it i'm gonna have to change my first movie (laughs) wait is your number one yeah it's my number one let me think
0: (laughs) all right how about think about it for a little bit yeah I'll, I'll think talk about, about my shit I'll think about it Okay oh, Fucking damn it <laughs> <laughs> If you can't think about it we probably just, You can probably just mention it Yeah Okay yeah. So this is my top five movies So number
1: five Of the 2010s mm-hmm. number, five, number five Watch okay. Mojo uh, Kiss my ass
0: <laughs> Okay This is my Top five uh, My number five is Raw I know So I have to Okay so this was hard to really think of So I had to go based off like it's, a t- uh, if it's. It, it a re- was tough. It was tough. I had to go based off like how if it's rewatchable for me. Yeah. If it's yeah. Something I really enjoyed the story. Right. Mm-hmm. If I. There's one of mine keep that. On
1: going. There's one of mine that I would not really re. It's it doesn't have a lot of rewatchability, mm-hmm. but it is one of the standout movies that I know impacted me. Yeah. So yeah, but I'll get it, it was to, really yeah.
0: hard for me to figure out like how to choose these out. So, yeah. but number five for me is raw. Well, because I talked about it. when it first came out, I talked about it so much. It's great. It's a great it, movie. The way the it first came out, it went to like festivals and people were supposedly fainted because of the shit.
1: It, yeah, I remember so hearing weird. about that. It's so weird because and some people really hated it. Yeah, some, some people, people really criticized it, it because
0: like of the whole like cannibalism like and thing and like the whole like supposedly like meat and, like animal brutality supposedly.
1: And the representation, I think they were worried. Like they were kind of. Uh, that they were criticizing it for, which mm-hmm. was strange because it's a French movie. Mm-hmm.
0: I never okay. I never thought of it as a horror movie. Like when I was watching it, it was it had some like cannibalistic, like disgusting parts, but it wasn't really that disgusting. No, me. honestly, it wasn't. It was Pretty tame.
1: I would uh, agree. with Like that.
0: one of my coworkers thought it was kind of boring because she wasn't expecting it to be tame. She she was expecting it to be like more tense and
1: more w- gory. Yeah, which just would have been what is it? There is such a thing as too much gore. Yeah, too much like gore porn. Mm-hmm. But and continue.
0: So raw for me, I didn't see it as a horror movie. I just saw it as a coming of age story about a, a cannibal. A cannibal, yeah. yeah. Like dude,
1: in the fucking reveal of the dad. The dad. Continue. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's yeah. a great
0: movie. I fucking loved it. The director was did such a great job of it of directing it. It was basically about a, mo- a movie about a girl who's really smart. And she's pretty young and she's young for her age to get into veg- a, a vet school. Yeah. And she's basically going through the, her time of trying to go to college basically. And it's gonna get to a point where she's a she's a vegetarian for one thing and her parents makes makes her a vegetarian and the parents for one thing they don't they realize like they won't be able to control her like in when she gets to college because they really like watch over her and make sure she right. doesn't eat meat. um, Well, I
1: think it's because, I mean, they knew what was going to happen. They knew what was going to happen because it
0: was... One big thing with cannibalism is that supposedly there's an idea of it being, like, genetic. Mm -hmm. And that makes me me think, like, holy shit, there's a possibility that there's so many cannibals in the world that doesn't want to be cannibals. That's why I love this movie because I felt like the character... Didn't want to be a cannibal. No, yeah, it's like she, heritage. She, yeah, she, she had no choice of to have, have to eat, like, human meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because if she didn't, she started getting rashes, uh, started itching all over her body, and she had no choice. And But and as soon as she started eating, like, normal meat, like, the first thing she ate was, like, a rabbit kidney or something. Yeah, yeah. And she was forced to eat it. She didn't want to eat it at all, but she was forced to. But ever since that time, she started having this, having this craving for meat. Mm-hmm. And you just see her like going through the going through college and fighting with her sister. The sister's such a great character too. She was. And she's. They have a great sis- sister relationship. Like, and she the sister does what she does to try and help her, but you realize the sister just like doesn't really help her at all. Yeah, kind no, of she fucks doesn't. her over.
1: She well, she just does her own thing. Yeah, her own selfish like mm-hmm. feeding, pretty much.
0: And the main character, she tries to like. In a way, one-up her sister, like, saying she could do better and she could control herself. Right. Uh, but it's so... She, it ends up getting so fucked because near the end, you see her, like, go crazy, like, need to eat more meat. Mm-hmm. And the sister... She went to this party, basically, the main character went to this party, got super drunk, and the sister just took advantage of her and made him, like, made... uh he, 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 yeah humiliating video of her, of, like, wanting to eat a dead body. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, she acts
1: rabid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I remember that. Ever since that. of
0: that, like, she went after her sister. They started getting fighting. They, then it, they revealed to the whole school that they were, like, basically cannibals and mm-hmm. biting each other. And then they they sort of save each other. And at the end, like, saying, like, okay, I still love you. You're still my sister. So I'm still going to help you. Yeah, Takes her to the, to the, her room and calms her down. But... Basically, she wasn't gonna lock the door. She keeps her in, her sister in the room, and she was gonna lock the door, but she decided she did not to do that. She lays down in bed with that gay guy. Yeah, yeah. And you realize that when he she wakes up, the spoilers: the sister kills the, her friend, the gay guy, and the the main character is, thought it was him, like her her who killed him. Yeah, yeah. But realizes like the sister just fucking killed him and ate her. Yeah. And so so what she had to do was she was gonna kill her sister, but she couldn't do it. So she the sister ended up going to like jail. Right. And it was just like a sad ending for that for both of them because she they both she's in jail and I think she had to go back home to her family.
1: It's sad because they didn't ask for this they didn't ask to be what they were they didn't
0: want to be cannibals but they
1: had no choice they couldn't control it Mm
0: -hmm. that's why it was one of the big things for me is because like it was one of those like made made me think like maybe cannibals aren't like evil no 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 they just had to do what they have to do
1: well i mean some of them are there's the one guy who got away with being a cannibal yeah i don't know if you heard about him he's a japanese guy who (laughs) oh my god Watching that documentary about some Japanese, very meek, very just tiny Mm -hmm. Japanese guy who spent two whole days eating a a French woman that he met. Yep. And uh, (laughs) he talked about eating her butt, talked about eating her legs. her, her, her just And the psychology behind him, um, the fact that he was able to get away Mm. with this... Murder, this murder slash cannibalistic shit, and the fact that he still lives today in society is baffling because he's a fucking monster. Yeah, but Raw does show that just because there's these cannibals, they're they're people. Yeah, but they didn't ask for their heritage. They didn't ask to eat people because it was uh, a primal thing. Yeah,
0: it's a disease for one thing. Yeah, like uh, it's it's a native thing. It's mainly like a Native American thing uh, where native indians or who eats like who eats human meat goes through like this different types of diseases and it, it's for some reason i thought it was like it's genetic like once you start eating human meat it fucks with your like dna or something and passes on to your like kids
1: i don't think that's Completely accurate. Yeah, I'm
0: not entirely sure.
1: But with the with the movie, I mean, it it's in, it's, think... it's in a fictional universe, yeah. so I mean, it's gonna do that. But
0: the, the, the reason I also think that is because there's a second movie out there where it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, where it's they they uh it was kind of like genetic, with mm-hmm. heritage. So it's like it made me think like, is this possible for like capitalism to become like a genetic thing? I
1: I haven't looked into it to that extent, but. It is there is like history like with Haiti, they had like those the zo- quote unquote zombie shit yeah. where people ate, ate other people and yeah um in yeah. certain tribes mm-hmm. they do that but
0: but anyway it's basically I throughout the, the whole movie in my opinion it's a well shot well written movie I would suggest going through like some of the behind the scenes or seeing the interviews with the, the director. director yeah she does a great job explaining how she feels about the movie and how she, she does it. she does. Uh, but that was my number five pick. For the, I, I suggest everyone to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four is number four. Yes, it's my personal opinion of being one of the best action films. It's The Raid Two, <laughs> the second one. It's one of my favorite oh, action films. Like the fight scenes are great. Yeah, I honestly thought the story was better than the first original The Raid. Mm-hmm. It's an Asian film. I think it's a Korean film. And it's basically about a cop who, who, okay, so this is a sequel. So it's about the cop who uh, had to go undercover because his brother was killed by a gangster or by the mob. Mm-hmm. And she went undercover with this Korean gang, I think, and was forced uh, and had to figure out how to like find all the Do you want any bad shit. I'm good. Okay. That's basically find all the bad shit that this gang is doing and you realize like this gang is actually pretty honorable like they didn't want any war to happen but what's really happening is like this other side gang is trying to like start a war between uh, the Japanese and the Koreans yeah. and trying to force like a war with everyone and what had and he was trying to take over the fucking uh, uh, the territory of everyone's like uh, side of the Japanese and Koreans and basically what they had to do is what the uncovered cop had to do was fight through everyone and in order to take down like the head gang, like head bad guy.
1: Is this sleeping dogs? I know. I know. <laughs> uh,
0: but he he becomes friends with like one of the like gang members, like like really close friends with them. Yeah. And uh it's just sad at the end because like he had he had no choice but to kill him because he was the son of the of the one of the gang leaders and the son was gonna betray his dad basically. Right. And but he he realizes the, the son finally realizes that he's been manipulated into killing his own dad. Mm-hmm. So he kills the so the the son ends up killing the main bad guy. But but the son was just figure out that the the undercover cop was undercover. Right. And he tries to kill him, but the undercover cop kills the the son. The fuck. It's a it's a it's honestly a great story. I'm probably not explaining it the best, but the fight scenes are fucking fantastic. Yeah. The way it's shot. It, the way they, the fight scenes are the draw it's, like, it's, a, it's the biggest draw of the whole movie
1: they, they do it pretty fucking they well do i nice i mean job. they know how to how to how to mm. kick each other's asses oh yeah <laughs> like
0: besides like baby john wick is a good is a great Dude, also action john film wick. john wick's a great action film the
1: series oh my god it it is a consistently mm. good series yeah and I, I i hear flack about it just cuz um it's a cliche action film. Yeah. Which in some ways it is. But they're doing it, it. It's. What is it? It is. While it is cliche, mm-hmm. it is a, a setter for the standard of how action movies should yeah. be nowadays. Because you see the very uh, 30,000 diehard movies and 10 million fucking Fast and Furious films, which by the way, They're making the newest one. That's going to be the end, supposedly. 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 So when you compare those to an actual, like, (laughs) uh, a a story and world building, Mm -hmm. John Wick has specific world building Mm -hmm. that is alluring. You have the fucking high table. You have their agency, essentially, that is all-encompassing. It seems like they run the world, you Mm -hmm. know? But,
0: anyway, continue. Okay. But, that's... Uh, the, the John- Besides, like, John Wick, it's mainly... John Wick is a lot of fighting yeah. and a lot of shooting. Right. Uh, for me, Raid 2 was more or less just, like... I don't know. I thought the fighting was way better. Like, the hand-to-hand fight scenes was better than John Wick.
1: Well, yeah. I think... I mean, you're dealing with people... Like,
0: who... It's kind of like karate
1: and ca- Karate, kung fu... Yeah. Like more martial arts, mm-hmm. whereas... Uh, I think John Wick, well... Keanu Reeves does martial arts... Mm-hmm. It's more, like... Americanized, Yeah, for sure. Basically. For sure, yeah. and
0: It's just a, it's a great film to watch. It's fun to watch the fight scenes. If you want to learn about, like, co- choreographing fight scenes, you sh- I would recommend watching The Raid 2. Yeah, and I the, think, ma- yeah. And also The First Raid. You know, The First Raid was also a great film. I just prefer The Second one because I thought the story was a bit more interesting. Right. Sorry, I'm <laughs> going to try to record this. Continue. Okay. <laughs> um, my uh, My number three favorite... Uh, movie of, of the decade is uh, "I Saw the Devil." I saw the <laughs> oh devil. Shit, I saw the devil is by far one of the best. I feel like one of the best revenge films ever, because it's basically about uh, another cop who's has his wife killed by a serial killer and goes crazy and hunts down the serial killer. And instead of just straight up killing him, he puts a fucking GPS thing in, inside him. And follows in him his ass. In his ass, he <laughs> follows him everywhere, and just fucking, it, it, whenever the serial killer tries fucks up, he fucking comes up and beats his fucking ass. Yeah, the fighting's great. The story's fantastic. It was basically a, a depiction of another story of, of good of a good guy turning turning kind of evil. Yeah, because it's a it's mainly a story about revenge. Well, he gets like obsessed. Yeah, he gets obsessed. He get, he goes crazy, and once he he wants to take down the serial killer and he's he's basically going insane and what's one of the best things about this sh- movie too is that like uh, if you as you're following the serial killer he's also running into a bunch of other killers like, oh yeah like so one thing he runs into uh, the cab drive, the cab driver my favorite scene was that yeah Well, he, he just, just like fucking he stabs. stabs both
1: of them he's like
0: <laughs> slashing away
1: i was like that's yeah how it was shot mm-hmm. the, the feeling you got oh my god it was so good
0: it was so brutal like every mm-hmm. scene mm-hmm. with the serial killer was brutal why are koreans
1: so fucked up <laughs>
0: dude koreans does a great job of, of, with with revenge films they do i don't they know do. what is the
1: bulk of like the, the famous ones are revenge films yeah like, fucking old boy old
0: boy oh <gasps> The, the serial killer in uh, I Saw a Devil is the main character in Old yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah.
1: That guy's a phenomenal man. Mm-hmm.
0: And the way it ends is basically the cop gets his revenge. And the way he gets his re- revenge is that he finally he decides to capture him. Oh, yeah. He captures him <laughs> and puts him in a, what's it called? Um, guillotine. A guillotine. And he sticks a screwdriver to his fucking face and mm-hmm. takes it out. And then... Uh, he puts a rope in his mouth. Yep. Yep. And he leaves a earpiece on the on the table. Yeah. And he has another earpiece in his in his ear.
1: Then he doesn't he, he uh, he sets a timer for the guillotine.
0: No, what he does with the guillotine? Oh is yeah, that, it's like attached to the. It's door. attached to the 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 rope, and the rope is attached to the door. Yeah. And the the cop basically leaves. Mm-hmm. He leaves, and then you see the serial killer's family like come and because they they <laughs>
1: he informs the family inform, where he is yeah
0: and he comes to to the door
1: hears them talking and he's, and like, no, he's like no don't no. open don't open the door don't open the door
0: and the family was trying to open the door and the family it's by the way it's a mom and the dad and the son of the serial killer yeah they open the door and the guillotine Chop off his head, and mm-hmm. you see the fucking family just like it go, rolls. Doesn't rolls. Doesn't it his... roll towards their feet? Mm-hmm. That's what happens to the the cop. By the way, the cop when they find his wife's body, it's his head. Yeah, and the head they the, the guys <laughs> dropped her head, and it rolls to it rolls to him. <laughs> oh no, <fuck. laughs> that's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's so bad, but a and good sweet revenge. Sweet. Great great revenge. But I felt so bad for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't deserve that. I didn't.
1: Well, they didn't. At the, they did. They did not. But that's the only scene they're in. Yeah. I feel more bad for the cop.
0: Then a second another scene where they the cop finds the family and talks to them. Yeah. yeah. Besides that one. But yeah, the the cop basically when he hears the family crying through the earpiece, you see him either crying or laughing. It's that's both. It's both basically. It's left ambiguously that because That reminds me,
1: did you ever see that one with um the guy who played Glenn? Oh. Glenn uh, Stephen Yun? Uh, Ste Stephen Young. Did you ever see the
0: new one he did? Like the new movie with uh Oh shit. I, I think I know the one you're talking about because I think um Ralph the Movie maker burning, mentioned Burning. Burning. Yeah. Um I don't know
1: why that movie got a lot of good reviews. I thought it was a snooze fest. Really? Parts of it were really good. Okay. Most of it was just boing. It felt like Oscar bait in a way. Okay. But the way they like had the characters was decent. Steven Yeun's character was a sociopath. Mm-hmm. I mean, they never show like, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing cuz I think I do think you should watch it. Okay. Cuz if you like Steven Yeun, he acts pretty well in it.
0: Yeah, Steven Yeun's a pretty good actor main
1: character the guy the actor played a very convincing role very yeah. awkward guy very socially awkward yeah um but overall the movie has a decent story it's just like where it the, the the place that it gets to takes way too long yeah it just takes way too fucking long but anyway
0: um but yeah that was my number three. for i saw the devil i recommend everyone to watch it it's brutal it's gory Yes, it's a great, great story. It's about gross. It's gross at yeah. times. I remember I, the first time I showed it to y'all, you and Rochelle. Oh we, yeah. We did like a, a, a drink thing. It was like every time we see a fucked up scene, <laughs> we have to drink. It, it was so. It we was, did that. We did that. I remember, oh, I don't remember that. It's so. I guess was, we drank a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Watch it. It's one of my favorite films. Favorite horror films of It's pretty
1: fucking good.
0: Now, my number two. Is <laughs> most is a recent film that just came out. It's Midsummer. I fucking love that. Film. Yeah, I loved it. I thought. Oh, before
1: you continue, I was gonna no. say these lists are probably subject to change in the future. Oh, yeah, for sure,
0: <laughs> it's it's gonna change for sure. And
1: we'll probably talk more in depth about about mm-hmm. each of these things that we talk about because they some of these movies and shows garner like could honestly have their own episodes oh yeah of a podcast oh yeah anyway continue
0: anyway uh, it's midsummer it's a goddamn beautiful mm-hmm. well shot mm-hmm. film the cinemat- cinematography is shot beautifully it is uh
1: visually very gorgeous
0: mm-hmm. uh it's so much uh, one thing i realized in the movie i watched it again recently is a lot of foreshadowing a uh, lot foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Like literally in the beginning of the film, you see a painting, mm-hmm. and it's the whole film basically. Mm-hmm. It's the whole film, and but I need to rewatch that movie. It's so great, and it's basically about a a, a character who's just went through a grieving process. Like her yep. sister killed herself and killed her, her parents. family. Yeah. Yeah. And it's her dealing with the fact that she's just lost her family. And it also follows a boyfriend. Well,
1: for me, mm -hmm. the movie is literally the ultimate breakup movie. Yes, it's the (laughs) ultimate breakup movie. It's (laughs) just Mm -hmm. amazing how it just all played out. Because
0: the boyfriend is a piece of shit. He's an asshole. He doesn't want to be in the relationship, but once the the, the girl's family dies... Mm -hmm. He's at the point where he feels like he has to stay in a relationship and take care of her. Sure, yeah. because it's understandable, like why he feels like he has to stay now. But at the
1: same time, that's it's, unhealthy. It's really
0: unhealthy. Way unhealthy. And so basically, this the couple and their friends are take are taken to Sweden because one of the fr- friends in the group is a Swedish person, a, a cultist, cultist, <laughs> and he wants them to take them to this like uh this place. Yeah. where it's very beautiful. It's very like homey, like everyone's very caring. Like one thing I realized in the movie is that the Cortes is actually pretty loving and caring. Yeah,
1: they're they're they do very terrible acts, but But, they act as a family. Yeah, they care for the community, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's uh, and one big thing, one reason why that friend wants to bring them is to show them around and he realizes that the main character she needs to live at this place because she would be perfect for this place to like have a family for and feel love. Well, in the beginning I don't think she realizes that. She doesn't realize but uh, I'm talking about the friend who put things up like he realizes oh, oh, yeah. that he could he could bring her to like this like community
1: and give her the happiness that she needs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you you see throughout the film like the fucking boyfriend just doesn't really care about her. Forgets That's, about like, her birthday. Yeah.
1: Fucking doesn't care that she's going. Like, mm-hmm. it's appeared to me that he didn't care what she was going through. Like, yeah, what she, what happened to her was a nuisance, mm-hmm. and the friends even thought the same. It yeah, seemed
0: the, the the black guy he was more focused on his thesis. Yeah, the guy who I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he did not deserve that <laughs> until he fucked with like their sacred mm-hmm. shit,
0: and then you got the one asshole pissed on the tree. He just doesn't give a fuck. He just—he was just like doing with a moron. moron. He was a moron. moron. And then you got the boyfriend who is just a terrible person. Like he's manipulative. He—he steals his his friend's idea. Yeah, he's a fucking bad person. Mm -hmm. And what's fucking stupid is that uh, this—you realize um, the main character like is realizing like why why is all this shit's happening? This is fucking weird. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. there, there's the, these two other couple who's like, the husband left supposedly left the wife, and the wife disappears, <laughs> and then it's like, where did they go? Like, yeah, why yeah. did he leave her? And he's like, he he. She tells that to her boyfriend, and the boyfriend was like, oh my god, that sucks. Speaking of couples, uh, how what how is a sexual relationship like? How do you guys like do sex over here? Since it's all like very close family, and she, he basically just ignores it, and she's like. What the fuck? Are you not worried about this? And it's so stupid. <laughs> like, how could you not worry about what the fuck is happening? I remember that. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's like,
1: how's the sex work?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one of the best Shit. films, or best scenes of that film is when they take mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> they start tripping the fuck out, and you start seeing when the- they take the tea. Yeah, they take the tea, and you start seeing like everything moving Mm -hmm. with like the like. I remember
1: she wears like that crown, like the 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 flower, like Mm -hmm. pulsates, and yeah. Then my favorite part of that scene was when he's like, they're all sitting (laughs) at the table, he's like, like, "What's happening?" (laughs) And the guy's like, (laughs) "Claps in his
0: face." He's like, why'd you do that? <laughs> that dude was having a bad trip, the boyfriend. Yep. bad. Uh, well,
1: yeah, because, I mean, the whole thing was a bad yeah, trip.
0: Yeah, like, but it, in a weird way, it was also really, really of a coming of age. Not coming of age. No, no, no. It, it was, like I said, it was a,
1: a whole, a breakup film. Yeah. It, it's, it was like a re- rebirth. Because mm-hmm. one thing... That stood out for me in that movie, and it's obviously like the overarching like yeah. theme, I guess. When she, the whole, it builds. Okay, sorry, it builds the main character up as if she is desolate, mm-hmm. despair, like nothing is going to bring this chick back. Yeah, to to life. Mm-hmm. But then this community. The way they like do their th- the way they do everything she wins the contest mm-hmm. she becomes the, the, the queen or mm-hmm. the leader please stop bringing um the way that she um gets further and further integrated mm-hmm. and then at the end when <laughs> she sees her boyfriend burning mm-hmm. that's when she smiles yeah that's when she gets happy she and re- you re- that's that's her that's rebirth. Her rebirth. she realizes
0: she's she's happy. she's fine she found family that would love her. yeah, she found her.
1: family. she found just a community and a place where she can be mm-hmm. truly herself truly happy.
0: I also want to mention this one one fucking weird weird scene. I Which showed one? it to There's Sarah I showed it to Sarah and she was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and um it was a scene. Well, Christian was so high and was like gone. It was by the time where uh, the main character was gone. Oh, and, and then she the, was fucking... taken to the fucking barn, or whatever. And do you see the girl and all these fucking women naked? Dude,
1: people walked out in the theater when I when I watched. Yeah, movie. like they, they literally walked out mm-hmm. when I was watching it. <laughs> this guy was like, "Man, fuck this." And I was like, "You can't handle
0: a little." Yeah little <laughs> little sex the <laughs> pushing <laughs> you can't handle a woman pushing <laughs> come on <laughs> some of the fucking I loved my, that some scene some people in my audience was like it like, was like laughing was saying like, what the scene fuck is that it was amazing it was so oh fucking my good God. it was so it. fucking weird like the way everyone was moaning and like when <laughs> yeah, she was moaning yeah. then everyone started moaning with her mm-hmm. like and like ah! it's funny because a lot of that is historical yeah I think um, the so the the actual the festival. I mean, the actual festival that's happened, like real life in our age is totally different from this. Oh yeah, it's a, little, a lot more modern, but they still have a lot of the same aspects. Like the pole they had where they dance around; it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, back in the day, this is what it would it would really be like that community. Yeah, it uh, where, and then they
1: would actually make sacrifices too. Mm-hmm. I
0: know that because
1: like. Um, The blood eagle thing that they do. That's a (laughs) real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing with Vikings at least (laughs) too. Those people are brutal, man. Yeah,
0: they really are. And God, the film, Uh, I don't know how much I can go into detail with this, but it's just so moving. And so like, it felt moving. I I felt uncomfortable when I left the theater, but at the same time I felt happy. That was me with Joker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that way. I was Mm -hmm. like, I should not be so inspired by this yeah. movie, but I am. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I would just remember leaving the theater feeling uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was definitely unsettling mm-hmm. through and through.
0: Mm-hmm. But it was such a great film. It was shot beautifully. Okay. There's also this one scene. That's, it's really hard to miss. Uh, But do you. Oh, so there's a scene where I, I think her name is Danny, the main character. Yeah. Daddy, she's one she she won the contest, she has a crown on. Yeah. They pick her up and start walking her like like with her like her standing on her hands on their hands. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to see, but as she's walking, like and you see it's sort of an outshot. You see the face of her sister in the trees with the hose. Really? Yeah. It's you see it for sure. Like it's her face and you see the hose. Huh. It's really hard to miss. I could, I'll we could look. At, I'll show it to you later. Yeah, yeah. But it's so sc- creepy. Like it's just right there. It's scary. <laughs> and that's when I saw that. That made me more uncomfortable. Oh man. I, I had to. I saw that movie a bunch of times, but I just saw that recently, like th- mm-hmm. this past weekend. Damn. And I was on. I'll, you know, I'll tell you that later. <laughs> you were on shrooms. <laughs> but it was pretty uh, it was pretty we'll uh, edit was, that out don't worry it was pretty fucked it was pretty scary but it was a great great film i recommend it to everyone it's if you great. haven't seen it i personally think it's better than hereditary that,
1: i in a lot of ways i like hereditary
0: better mm-hmm. i i feel you yeah. i understand why because in some ways they're very different but in, they're also, very different they're yeah. very different but also kind of very similar that and, director
1: i forget his name
0: ari er, astor he like that.
1: is uh, he's doing really Really well. Yeah. If he if he needs to keep up whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. however he's doing it. Okay. So is the guy who makes Lighthouse. Anyway.
0: <laughs> okay. So my num my number one my top top favorite is Whiplash. <laughs> I could have guessed that. Yeah. It's my favorite favorite film. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one thing, I'm a I'm a I'm a drummer. Uh. So I, this film caught my eye. Of course. But. The film itself... oh, (laughs) The film itself, it's written very well. Jake Simmons is a fucking fantastic actor. Oh, yeah. How he goes crazy (laughs) on his fucking students. But the whole film is basically a climax. Like, from beginning to end, the ending is the climax point. Mm -hmm. Like, the last note. It builds, yeah. It builds the entire time. Like, it gets uh, crazier and crazier. And it's basically about a student who wants to become the best of the best. Doesn't really care about his girlfriend doesn't care about his family. He wants to be the best, mm-hmm. and you see that how crazy he gets, um, wanting to get better and better and better. And like and, his hands get all bloody. And J.K. Just... Simmons just keeps t- pushing him and pushing him, and go- makes him go crazy. Mm-hmm. And it it pushes him to the point where he gets into a fucking car accident, and he he still goes to the concert to play. Yeah. But he was pushed the fuck out, and then he fucking attacked J.K. Simmons' mm-hmm. character. And it gets so bad, <laughs> and he just goes crazier and crazier. Yeah, and crazier. I know he like he was
1: a part of like the band, and then he gets mm. fired, pretty much, or yeah. he, he's like, right, you need to leave, and then he does his own thing for a while, yep. breaks up with his girlfriend. And then, I think throughout the movie, I realized, I was like, this guy's a sociopath. It is. He's a sociopath. He, he
0: is a sociopath, because the character is just, he's too worried about himself yeah he yeah. wants to he he doesn't really care for anyone else he sees jk simmons' character as like god basically <laughs> yeah and he wants to he wants jk simmons to acknowledge him mm-hmm. like and jk simmons' character he's basically trying to find i, now know, his best. Hmm? I know I know okay. what my number one is sorry i know i know what my number one is <laughs> okay uh, jk simmons is basically his looking for the best of the best and he's trying to find that person he could like rely on him. yeah and he finally acknowledges right and
1: i love that ending scene where ending scene is jk simmons is like yes yes that's it <laughs> let's do it let's do it and it was just it
0: was shot really well like it, it, it was, it was shot i really, really well.
1: like the lighting in that mm-hmm. movie they do really well with like yellow mm-hmm. yellow is a big part of that yellow like <laughs> That's what I remember standing out like mm. that color scheme, yeah, yellow, orange, and then um, uh, red right at time. It was very warm, yeah, very, very warm, very warm. Which is
0: very interesting because it's it's, it's cold. A, it's a cold film. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a really fucking bleak film. Mm. Uh, and he
1: that standout line of J.K. Simmons. There's no, um, uh, what, what was it? He said. There are no words in the English English language more harmful than "good job." And I was like, "That's if that ain't just a mantra <laughs> for some successful people." I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Like that's that's the mantra. Yeah, like, I would honestly use that quote. Yeah, in some ways, I mean, I think getting accolades is important because mm-hmm. you're obviously obviously J.K. Simmons' character got accolades. Yeah, but. It makes sense because you let that get to your head, mm-hmm. and then you be, you some people falter and deteriorate. Right? It, oh
0: god! You you one thing I found out recently was that this was originally a short film. Huh? Yeah, it was a different like actor as the main character, but yeah. J.K. Simmons was still in this short film. Right? They do that. They do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I noticed uh, they did that with Chappie. Yeah. Although Chappie
1: was a shitty movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I was hyped for it too. Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, yeah, no, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, uh, Whiplash is a fucking fantastic film. Mm-hmm. It's just building up climax one after the, the other after the other. I know J.K. Simmons won the Best Supporting Actor mm-hmm. for it. He did a great he job. Does, he deserved that, yeah. for sure. Miles Teller's character is really good, but yeah. I, I get why he didn't wasn't really that well known. Because there were movie.
1: other, other players, that, that year was a good year for movies. Birdman yeah. came out. Oh, God. Birdman was
0: going to. Gonna be my top five,
1: but <laughs> Birdman came out. That one came out.
0: Uh, Ga- uh, uh, Great Gatsby. No, no, um, sure. Oh, oh, shit! The one with George Clooney. Um, Gravity. Gravity. Gravity came out. Also, um, Steve Crow's Fox Foxcatcher. Yeah,
1: Foxcatcher came out that year too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was that your number one? That was my number one. Well. <laughs> that's a good list that's a good, good list. list my turn <laughs> my turn now
0: bitch okay
1: <laughs> top 10 movies top ten. top top five movies Throwdown. of the 2010s mm-hmm. by connor mitsakos <laughs> <laughs> mistakowicz. mistakowicz my number five movie i don't know if you saw my list yet i have not it was 12 years a slave
0: oh shit <laughs> okay
1: I remember watching that movie first mm-hmm. in AV class. Really, Mr. My my first year, i Mr. Moran. Really? Yeah, and I might remove his name. I don't know, but I watched it in that class because it was we were supposed to, I think. And he was like, "Write a review for it. Just write a review after you've done watched. It, you were done watching it. Mm-hmm. I wrote like a pretty lengthy piece because it it's it did speak to me in a lot of ways because just the the main character that goes through all those struggles throughout that 12 years and you don't even really t- you can't tell it's 12 years yeah there's no they never do time stamps mm-hmm. at all but the, the um the supporting characters really made this movie benedict cumberbatch michael um, fassbender michael fassbender you get uh, i think paul giamatti was in it mm-hmm. um and then obviously the guy who plays Mordo. i can't he has such a a name, I always forget. He was a main character. He was a phenomenal. And then I can't forget the supporting actress. Uh, I forget her name, but she was in Us. Oh, shit. I don't she did phenomenally in that movie. And, I mean, there's not much I can really ex- explain about the movie. It's, it's a straightforward film about mm-hmm. a, a guy who first started out as a violinist and he was he lived in the north mm-hmm. but then he got captured was taken had to be a slave mm-hmm. like a man who was free became a, a slave. slave yeah and then he spent 12 years just like at different like three different plantations working the field um oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy film it's obviously it's sad it it's... is depressing as hell mm-hmm. some people um i cried yeah, it was not a happy I, film. Yeah, the ending was happy because he got free, mm-hmm. but he had all these scars,
0: trauma. and The fucking Michael for Fassbender what? did a great job as he, the fucking villain. Basically, yeah,
1: he was like one of the he was a main villain pretty much, mm-hmm. and he treated the slaves like dirt. Like <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch had slaves, but, but he, he treated them like him. people. Yeah, but Fassbender treated them like property. Mm -hmm. And you could see that very well in that one specific scene where he essentially rapes the the supporting actress. Yeah. And he like he's fucking her and she doesn't like it obviously. And then he chokes her because he basically because he can. Yeah. And it was just a powerful, unsettling scene. Only because I mean this man genuinely thought that he could treat these people however he wanted with no repercussion and then <laughs> my brad pitt just comes out of <laughs> oh, yeah, nowhere right. brad pitt is in one scene and he acts as the jesus figure pretty much the man who like he has long hair helps build a hat like a like a, mm-hmm. a shed with the the main character and just says i don't think uh Slavery's right, pretty much. <laughs> and he says, "Morally, I mean, we're both we're both white men, but mm-hmm. I do not believe that they're any less than uh, what we are." Yeah, which is not much to begin with. <laughs> and his one scene was really good. I liked it. But Twelve Years a Slave. If you've never seen it, I don't know if you've been living God. under a rock. You need to see it.
0: Okay, I had this coworker, uh, and she said this thing like. I'm, she's tired of movies depicting uh, uh black people in, those, in, in a bad way. She's a black woman, and she was tired of like Hollywood using uh, black culture in these movies. That's but, weird. Yeah, but 12 Years a Slave is such a... Uh, it's directed by a black man. Yeah, it's such a big film, and it's such an important film to have. In, I would know, agree. Like, in and our people timeline.
1: Th- people did think that it was exploitating, like the, the slave trade. Yeah, but I don't think it was. It was highlighting like how terrible. How ba- it was. Yeah, this, this guy released like a memoir. The guy who made who who it's about. Yeah, he, it's, it was about him.
0: It's such an important film to watch, through, like because nowadays we won't be able to like we we live in a society where we're mainly we're mostly equal now, we're accepting yes. of all more more and races. I, and
1: I think nowadays this movie. Was made at the right time Mm -hmm. because if you made if you tried to make something like this now, I think it would get shut down. Yeah.
0: So it's important because it 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 depicts our history in the best way. Really well,
1: really well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it depicts the people who were in it.
0: Very well. Yeah, you need to learn like your history and the the Twelve Years of Slave is honestly probably the best way to like really like understand it
1: i think so too i mean other than like just history documentaries Mm -hmm. you can watch this one and see yeah
0: i mean this is
1: how like slaves were treated this is terrible (laughs) awful (laughs) So yeah that's my number five that's a good one number four (laughs) is cold in july with John, I remember that film with uh John C. Hall, Michael C. Hall, Michael C. Hall. I, I got him <laughs> and H. John Benjamin. Mixed up. I don't know <laughs> why they have are the, uh, uh, Dexter. Dexter is uh daddy as fuck. Mm-hmm. um, and he plays. I I really liked I don't know why this movie is one of my favorites, but it, it is. It, it's beautiful, like how it's shot. The music is mm-hmm. synth wave music, it's by uh. Um, Dynatron, i think mm-hmm. and uh he makes some tracks that i really dig and the fact that he did this movie was amazing um
0: it's such a it's his character is so interesting because he's yeah. a random character
1: yeah he's just thrown into this like story he's mm-hmm. literally just a random guy who gets uh on on he, he killed uh well i don't know if i should well yeah so it starts out with uh michael c hall who is just your run of the mill, uh, West Texas guy. He's mm-hmm. just a, a guy who works at the, I forget, um, I think it's, it's just a corner store, some, something like that. And he, um, is kind of pathetic around, yeah. around the town. He's known as just like the, the middle, just the everyday pathetic guy. Mm-hmm. He's the everyday man, I guess, the, the, the character trope. And he, his family gets robbed like their house gets broken into and then he kills the robber um cops come by and they and they uh, apparently um one of the big reasons as to why you understand he is a pathetic man is because one of the cops says you killed him in a way he's like all right. Well, <laughs> well, I guess. Good job, <laughs> in a way. It was just you could tell he is pathetic. Yeah. And obviously, this robbery isn't what it seems. There's a lot more strings attached. Mm-hmm. There's there's behind the scenes stuff like corruption with the police force. How the sheriff knew that there was something more to it. And the one character who I forget his, the actor's name, but he died recently, which is a shame because he was a phenomenal Sam Shepard, and he wrote screenplays like play. He was a playwright yeah. too, which was bizarre to me. And then there's Don Johnson, who yeah. he was a tertiary character. Who <laughs> he was hilarious. I loved, like he was unintentionally hilarious in some scenes where. Mm-hmm. At the end, uh, it was just like a big shootout. But anyway, so it's basically um, Michael C. Hall is uh, the events that happen are very just happenstance. Like he just like like we said, he gets thrown into this situation where he knows nothing and he's just blindsided. And then um, Sam Shepard's character comes through and says, mm-hmm. you killed my son, the robber. Yeah. And he says, well, I'm going to make your life miserable, pretty mm-hmm. much. I'm going to go into your house. I'm going to fuck with your shit. Although, he breaks in, and he's like an, he's a criminal. Yeah. But I think he was like, I don't think they explained it. He might have been in a war vet. But he goes into Michael C. Hall's uh, kid's room. Yeah. And just sits he... there for a while. He doesn't really do anything, but it's basically like a... I just got into your house and there's security detail in your house. I got through that. Mm -hmm. I knocked out the security guy and now I'm in your kid's room. Don't fuck with me in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, After uh, Michael C. Hall confronts um, Sam Shepard's character, (laughs) they realize, oh, I think with the help of Don Johnson's character, they realize, oh, well, you didn't actually kill my son. Because that wasn't my son. It mm-hmm. was an imposter. Yeah. Uh, my real son's actually still out there, and I haven't met him because I was in prison for a long time. Yeah. Uh, they do investigating. They. Uh, Don Johnson is like a private eye, pretty much. Mm-hmm. What they find is. Really unsettling. It's pretty fu- fucked,
0: up. Really uh, fucked the, up. So they find the son in sense, yeah. and they find the truck, a car full of tapes. Yeah. And the tapes is basically this. They basically the son is an informant for like the FBI, I think. What they, they did was just like,
1: um, would find Mexican women, yeah. And they would, at first, I guess, lure, I, I think they were prostitutes,
0: yeah. They lure, so
1: they would lure them in to say, okay, we're gonna, fuck. but then they would tie them up, chain them up, and <laughs> they I, beat they, them with like baseball, baseball bats. bats, yeah. And it was just for pleasure. Literally Mm -hmm. snuff films. And when Sam Shepard saw it, obviously, I think he contemplated killing himself, but then they all decided, all right, we got to do something about this, Mm -hmm. all three of us. Um, Which I don't, I just really just loved how that happened. I don't know why, but it was just so, they all (laughs) knew that they needed to do this agenda. They needed to just, have with like have this adventure pretty much and you see more so michael c hall's character just how like he gets very anxious Mm -hmm. very reluctant to do this stuff but he does it and i think if he didn't kill that man he wouldn't have been able to yeah but him being able to kill somebody kind of elevated that yeah so that ending shootout is probably the best best part of the film Mm -hmm. when they kill all those guys when they um <laughs> Sam Shepard's just like a badass He just mm-hmm. like has a shotgun Shoots a guy Shoots a guy in the stomach and then...
0: Doesn't his character die? Yeah yeah.
1: The ending is the most powerful
0: I remember sh- him movie. saying like Him telling his son like Yeah I'm your dad yeah, he's like, And okay. then he said are you really my dad? He said
1: I don't, I okay, don't. Well, he's Okay so The son shoots all three of them mm-hmm. Somehow manages to shoot them all and then, yeah, he... Uh, Sam Shepard shoots him with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, uh, I'm your father. Are you really my dad? Far as I know. And then right after he says that, shoots him in the face. Mm-hmm. And then he cries, keels over, and yeah. just dies. Mm-hmm. And the whole building burns down. And that's pretty much the end. And yeah. Man, it was one of the, one of those movies. I remember watching it the first time. I was high as hell. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Baked out of my mind. But... <laughs> It was amazing. Yeah, I remember watching it for the first time, too, and it, it was, was, like,
1: holy shit. I like how it was shot, it's too. Yeah,
0: the color of it is also colors really good. The
1: great. They had a bunch of, like, reds and blues. Mm-hmm. And the blues
0: was, like, a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then there was, like, I love that one scene where, like, Michael C. Hall, like, he, the guy, one of the guys, like, he shoots through his hand and then through his face, mm-hmm. and, like, all the blood splats on a light, and then the whole room just is so it's, red. Yeah. I just love that, but... My number four My number four <laughs> I think you'll be surprised About what my number three is Okay Number three Is a guilty pleasure Oh no Judge Dredd <laughs> <laughs> Okay The
0: new one The new the one, new one. Okay, okay okay The new one <laughs> Not the shitty Sylvester Stallone Okay good I, could, uh, I get that I, so the, the new Dredd movie That was a really it, good action movie so amazing mm-hmm. I
1: love the action scenes I love the a lot of it's campy a lot yeah. of it's cheesy and they it's like they captured the old movies cheese but they reinvented it yeah and they did it in a very good way in my opinion <laughs> so
0: gory i love lena Hedley's character yeah, the she, villain
1: her, she plays the the lead mob boss mm-hmm. of the gang leader mama her name's mama
0: yeah <laughs> and, Dr-
1: and dread he's basically like a batman like figure yeah so him saying like mama i'm gonna get you <laughs> oh no he's like and mama judgment time <laughs> it's like it's so cheesy but it's just fun it's mm-hmm. a fun movie and very 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 very
0: very very gory mm-hmm. the color is so it's interesting color is interesting
1: how it's sh- I, I mean i always like sci-fi dystopia worlds mm-hmm. like just a big cityscape i mean i'm in love with blade runner that's actually my number two um but yeah dread they film a lot of these places mm-hmm. they filmed a lot of it in uh, south africa south africa and like um tokyo i think i've that yeah but <clears throat> one of the best i'm not going to go through the plot for this one i'm not going to do that for every single one of these but um, basically, uh, Dread just deals with the crime boss Mama, and he has a new companion, Anderson, who's just like. Uh, she's a, a psychic, and I really like the the lore of Dread. Mm-hmm. They really need to make a show or uh, a new, another movie because it needs to be exposed. Yeah, more, it's more so.
0: Yeah, the plot is very
1: simple. Yeah, it's like very it's, simple. It's very straightforward, mm-hmm. but it does really well just because of the universe and yeah. the characters that are just amazing. So yeah, that's my, that's my number three. Mm-hmm. Number two is Blade Runner 2049. God, I fucking love that film. It I was going to be in my top so...
0: five, but I decided like you're
1: put it on my mentions. Dude, it's beautiful. Almost every shot is meticulously placed. Roger Deakins, mm-hmm. the cinematographer. he's de- He did No Country for Old Men. He did Sicario. He did... I don't think he did... He might have done Arrival. Mm, I think so. Um, but yeah, he does just... Phenomenal films, and he did this one. And if you just paused every scene of the movie, every shot, it's like it's it's like a picture. Yeah, you could frame any of that. Anyway, it, it was just
0: fun. beautiful. Yeah, like the big part of the film is like its world building. Yeah, like big
1: part of its world building. And um, if you haven't seen the first one, you are gonna be lost. Mm-hmm. But you do not need to see it because the first one while it has answers, it doesn't really have a lot. You kind of have to just context clues. Yeah, in a weird
0: way, Yeah, Blade Runner 2049 gives a good idea of how the first one yeah, is. Yeah,
1: it explains a little more and explains like Deckard. And, yeah. Um, but good continuation, great sequel
0: film, one of the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a movie that needs to be watched in theater or at least yeah, try watching a bit big, on a big TV. Big
1: screen, like lights turned off, mm-hmm. you need to watch it because it's a visual
0: buffet. It does. It did not get a lot of love that it deserved. No, because it no, was it the story is fantastic. It's I beautifully agree. shot. Yeah, I f- I fucking love action.
1: Ryan- was amazing. Amazing. Ryan mm. fucking Ren- Reynolds. Vin- Ryan Gosling. Imagine if it was
0: Ryan Reynolds. Mm. He would have done well.
1: Yeah, he would have done well. But it- Ryan Gosling was fitting, and mm. the ending was beautiful. Um the contrast of scenes alone like you you get uh the the cityscape and then you get like the uh, Las Vegas yeah. which is just all orange and just uh, it sets tones mm-hmm. so well and themes and then even fucking Jared Leto's character character Wallace he was great yeah he was amazing he was a uh, uh, one of the best villains and hopefully will continue to be a good villain because yeah. they got to continue the
0: story i know mm-hmm. they will um, what was I saying? but yeah, uh, you know, uh, the commander she was in House of Cards. I don't know. Blonde woman, stars. blonde woman. No, damn, she was a good actor in that film and in Blade Runner. Oh, oh, Robin Wright. Yeah, Robin Wright. She I'm was sorry.
1: A... Yeah, no, yeah, she was. Her character was great in that yeah. movie. Um, she actually cared about Kay in a way. Yeah, like she knew. He, she kept her disconnect, but. She understood, like, I think, that he was more than a synth, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are more than just what their label is. Yeah. Um I love Joy. I love Joy. I lo- I've loved Love. Too. Yeah, Love was great. She was a brutal, beautiful character. Mm-hmm. Um, how she basically kicked his ass almost every time. Yeah, until he like basically just. Unleashed raw strength,
0: pretty yep. much. And, God, you know what, what's funny? Okay, so Joy is J-O-I. Yeah. Love is L-U-V. And what, what does Joy stand for? The name? I don't know. The name? Okay. I don't think it stands for... Because I don't know why, but it made me think of the fucking J-O-I fetish thing. J-O-I fetish? Yeah. What is that? off uh, Instruction. What? Yeah. <laughs>
1: the fuck is that <laughs> you know why they did that though J O I and why L-U-V? i think it's because it's like construct of what it actually is what actually like actual joy actual mm-hmm. love it is something for you to have that is constructed that isn't actually genuine mm-hmm. so the fact that it's L U V J O I. And then the fact that, like, there's so much symbolism and metaphors and overarching themes in that movie, mm-hmm. such as, like, Wallace, how he's blind. He's basically like, I know the truth. I can see the truth. But he actually can't see the truth. He's mm-hmm. blind. Yeah. He's blind to what he's doing, blind to, like, his ambitions. Yet he's self indulgent. Mm-hmm. He believes himself as a fucking god. Yep. He thinks that what he's going to do is get A better humanity, and in some ways, he did because, like, he gave us like us, he gave uh the people that world actual food, he actually gave like jobs, mm-hmm. and it's making money. But in doing so, he's harming lives, yeah, he's, he's, he's harming replicas, replicants. He's also just um self serving, mm-hmm. very self serving. And it's crazy because he doesn't get his comeuppance in this movie, yeah.
0: It, it's it, obviously they make it look like.
1: Yeah, it's going to be. I know because they're didn't even know if I don't know if he's actually going to direct the other ones, but he set basically like a
0: yeah. continuation. Yeah, uh, hopefully it is going to be a continuation. This time Wallace is going to be like the main villain. I feel like the main hero is not just going to be like Deckard. It's going to be the daughter of Deckard. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it'll be the daughter of Deckard. I, I f- have a feeling
1: Harrison Ford will be involved. And his character was amazing in this movie, too. Oh, yeah.
0: He actually, like, tried. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you could see Harrison Ford caring for this film. Yeah,
1: you actually, like, could see him putting effort into Decker. Like, the scene where his his wife or his girlfriend comes back and you could, I guess before he comes back and him and Wallace are talking, Mm -hmm. you see Harrison Ford's, like, pain you see him like cry Mm -hmm. and it was very powerful i was surprised i was like damn harrison you're actually awake (laughs) you're actually awake
0: for this movie
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was one of the best movies of this decade for sure one of the and it didn't get as many as much recognition as it should have Or Oscars. Yeah. I was surprised at the lack of nominations for that one. Did (inaudible) it win
0: Cinematography at least?
1: No. Oh, yeah. I think it did. Okay. I think it did. Better have. But, yeah. So, that was my number two. What's number one? So, my number one initially, until I actually remembered the fucking year it came out, was There Will Be Blood. Oh. Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis. But then, I realized, okay. I'll make my number one Nightcrawler.
0: With Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Came out in 2014. That's a really good one.
1: I enjoyed that movie so, so much. It's, uh, it's like a, it's funny because it's, it's filmed in LA Mm -hmm. and it's based on a real career that is very niche Mm -hmm. and not many, many people are in it, but it can make a lot of money. Yeah. Um. And the reason why I picked it is because it reminded me of when you talked about Whiplash, which is they're both of the main characters are sociopaths. Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal is fucking categorically a fucking sociopath. He is a guy who will go to any lengths to be successful, to have more. Mm -hmm. The American dream degenerate version, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like. He starts from the bottom, and he's a very intelligent man. He's very smart. He knows what he wants. Yeah. He knows like how to research. He knows if he puts the effort in, he can make it. Yeah. He goes through his own trials. He goes through um, stress. He feels the heat. Um, fucking Bill Paxton is in it. Fucking amazing. His his role is great. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. <laughs> game over, man. Fucking game over. <laughs> uh, he, It was shot really well, different than most L.A. movies because you see usually, like, aerial shots of L.A. Yeah. This one was more to the ground. Yep. Where it would show each street because, obviously, he's going to be driving through the street. Oh, yeah, the guy who plays um, Bodhi in Rogue One, the Indian dude. Yeah. He's in this, too. He did really good. Very uh, (laughs) (laughs) hobo-ish. Good hobo. Yeah. I really liked just uh, it's a good character study for sure. Yeah,
0: um, he's fucking crazy in that film. He, yeah, yeah, he basically creates news where he hurts people and kills people. Yeah,
1: basically he uh, is a what they call night crawlers, mm-hmm. which is people who seek who try to film uh, tra- tragedies. Yeah, crimes. Or uh, like robberies, murders, mm-hmm. and what, car what, crashes.
0: What he does is something that people actually do.
1: Yeah, they actually do. But not to the lengths that he does it. Yeah, where so... he actually manipulates the scene to mm-hmm. his benefit. Mm-hmm. So that he gets more ratings, more money. And as it gets progressively worse and worse, as he becomes more um, uh, talented in the, in the field, and <laughs> how he manipulates everyone around him Mm -hmm. how he sabotages bill paxton yep and basically kill almost kills him um master manipulation masterful just like always one step ahead of everybody the police try to get to him and ask him all these questions Mm -hmm. but they have nothing they have nothing on him really and it ends with him spoiler alert Killing his partner, the guy who plays Bodhi in Rogue One, like <laughs> he asks for more money, and as they chase, like as they recreate, literally create a shootout and a in a chase, mm-hmm. he gets Bodhi killed, and then says, "I'm sorry, but you asked for more money, and I can't have people jeopardizing my vision." <laughs> shit! And it's like, dude. He let nobody get in the way, Mm -hmm. and he didn't care. So, that's probably my that's my number one, just because of how great Jake Gyllenhaal is.
0: He's such a diverse actor. He's such a great actor,
1: and he did really well in this one. So, my number one.
0: Nice. All right.
1: Honorable mention.
0: Honorable mentions. Uh, I'll go first. I just have one. You just have one. Yeah. All right. I'll go first because I have a couple.
1: Although it's before 2010, so I'm just gonna name it. Yeah. Uh,
0: List yours. Uh, most of them some of them from this year, mainly because it was pretty recent. Yeah. Uh one specific one I want people to watch is Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler did a fantastic job. Oh I have as, two then, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he he does a fantastic job as a as an actor in this film. Like it's so weird seeing him in this film because he was Jack and Joe in that really shitty fucking film. <laughs> yeah. Click, and click. Fucking Happy Madison, <laughs> all those comedies. A lot of comedy films, but then he does this, and it's it's funny. He does a great job at it, but it's basically like Whiplash. Woods. Every scene, it gets more intense and more intense. Mm-hmm. And he does so many things that basically fucks up his life. But he, it's like a gambling addiction. Right. It's mainly like a character study. Like you're following him and what he does and all the stupid things he does. But he does and he. He tries to win and win and win, and it's such a great film. I recommend everyone should watch it. Um, <laughs> and my next like recommendation people should watch is, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone has watched this. I just want to bring it up because I love superheroes. Avengers End Game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's just a it's a fun superhero. Movie. It's fun. It's yeah. a fun superhero movie. Some sad
1: moments mm-hmm. when uh, Sony took Stony. Tony Stark dies. Yeah.
0: That was so... Captain America gets sad. his happy ending. Gets his happy ending. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <around. laughs> um, and also, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, that's, that's a good a one. That's a great film. It's a beautiful film. It's literally one long action scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, I didn't have this on it, but also I just saw 1917. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I a great really see that, man. It's though. a great film. It's, all, it's basically a film... Based, on one shot, the entire movie, it's very straightforward. The plot is basically going to deliver a message. Yeah, that's it. That's the, it's basically the mission. It's like Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> the entire time that dude, they're all just running. And I was surprised, like uh, there's a character death in there that was really surprising. It was like I didn't expect it to happen, but it's such a great film. Uh, I won't spoil anything about it, but everyone should watch it. It just Beautifully shot. I feel like it's an Oscar-worthy win. I'm contest. sure it's going to be nominated mm-hmm. for a lot. Um, but yeah, that's my honorable mentions.
1: Those are good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have yet to see Uncut Gems, 1917. Um, and it's funny because I was really wanting to watch 1917 because I love World War One mm-hmm. history, just the whole... I already have I have a book right there of the experience of World War One. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely going to check that one out. Now, I have two honorable mentions. Um, one of them, I'm cheating, so it's going to be... The first one is No Country for Old Men. <laughs> That's I a great film. fucking adore that one. It is just... If you want to know... There are two movies that you should watch if, if you just want to know who the Cullen brothers are. Yeah. And that is Big Lebowski... And No Country for Old Men, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, there are the others that people really love. True Grit, which is not one of the greatest. but uh, Or Fargo. Fargo is a really good one, too. Mm-hmm. But No Country for Old Men is probably my favorite of theirs. And that's due in large part of Javier Bardem's character, Anton Chigurh. <laughs> he is the definition of a psycho killer. Jesus. Like, the definition of... um. Like, Man Unleashed mm-hmm. in its worst ways. Yeah. Um, he makes that movie. And I think he got either nominated or he, I hope he won. I, I can't remember if he won Best Supporting Actor, but he was nominated. Mm-hmm. And it is just a, a great movie about how the old ways are dying, how basically the world is in a way dying, mm-hmm. like morality is gone and it's fading away. And that the youth of of that era, which is, it's based in the 80s, I think, 70s, 80s, and basically how morality is going away, um, crime is taking over, and how just inevitable it all is. It's a very depressing movie. Yes, The main character, Llewellyn Moss, which, I mean, the movie's been out a long time, so I'm going to spoil it. He dies. Like, he's the main character, yeah. and he dies, but he dies off-screen, mm-hmm. not even by the main villain. Yeah. He just dies by some random cartel members. Yeah. And it just shows just how wild, unpredictable, and it's like a wild, un- unimportant. It's like the Wild West in some yeah, ways. It's the Wild West, pretty much, and just how unimportant some of these people are in mm-hmm. the grand scheme. They're important to us because of us watching them. Yeah. But unimportant in the grand scheme of the world which i just thought was beautifully beautifully done yeah um the coin toss scene <laughs> one of the best scenes in the movie where he just talks to the the gas station clerk and like says basically call whatever it is heads or tails if yeah you, if you call wrong you're dead <laughs> <laughs> and i just love how he fucks with people like and if they win his little game like mm-hmm. he just leaves them be but if they don't win his game, then he has to take care of them. He's like a Grim Reaper of sorts. Yeah. But anyway, recommend that film if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know, Mm -hmm. but you need to see it. That's my first. Second one, Lighthouse. (laughs) With Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. That's great. I need to watch it. It is. It came out recently, so I won't spoil it, Mm -hmm. but it's just amazing. I keep saying that I don't know. I keep saying amazing, incredible, whatever. It is a beautiful movie. Not only is it just like shot interestingly, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's it's like the Super Eight. Uh, what is it? Like
0: square? I know what ten eighty by ten eighty. Yeah, like twenties
1: feel mm-hmm. like it, it, it's an homage to twenties movies where they shot 1080 1080 You know. Um, I think it's 16 by 9 ratio. I could mm-hmm. be wrong on that. I'm still trying to memorize that shit. But they both have really great performances. Robert Pattinson was insane. He like actually <laughs> threw up. He actually jacked off. Jesus. Like, he did the things method actors do. Yeah. And I recommend that. Thoroughly it's, It needs to win something I
0: heard Lighthouse Was based on like A true story
1: In a way yeah It's based off those people Who were Lighthouse keepers mm-hmm. And like They got Cabin It's basically Cabin Fever Yeah It's like The Shining Except more disgusting In yeah. some ways. And they have like Themes of like uh, H.P. Lovecraft Like Cthulhu shit Because mm-hmm. it has to do With the sea mm-hmm. And the ending Isn't there the like ending. a mermaid Yeah there's like a mermaid And basically She does a siren And mm-hmm. There's debate if she was real or not. I'm not gonna go into it, but
0: mm. watch it. Okay, fucking uh, man, watch Robin it. Pattinson is doing such a great job. Like he is. It's so
1: and Kristen Stewart. She got like a new movie
0: coming. Oh, out. Oh yeah, like, underwater. Yeah, that yeah. looks good. She did honestly. Okay, Charlie Angels. It was not that great of a film. Garbage. Don't know why anyone would sanction but that. But Kristen Stewart, I bet she did a good job on it. Like she probably like had yeah. fun doing it. It's a. It looks like a fun movie. She's a. <sighs> she's. She's getting better with her movies, like bigger, like her big stars. Her acting
1: is just—it needs to be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: shit! I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Uh, but Rob Pattinson—he was Twilight, and yeah. but after ever since Twilight, he started doing like small movies, small movies,
1: and just actually really good roles. Mm-hmm. The Rover, which is one
0: of my favorite movies. Good Time play. is a good one, also. Yeah, yeah. is a really good one. Yeah. And then you got. Then Lighthouse. Lighthouse and Lighthouse is like one of the more feature film movies that's finally like popped out for mm-hmm. him yep. because he's mainly did like a lot of small movies. Mm-hmm. And, and Willem Dafoe, oh my <laughs> god,
1: dude, he in some scenes he looks frightening like he looks like a monster, almost. Jesus. But it, it, I think that was the intention, and yeah, it's it's good, it's okay. so good.
0: All right, I'll give it a watch when I can, yeah. All right, now, I'm um, do you have this article mentions? No, I don't actually. No? All right, I, got I a could cu- come up with one. I got, I got a couple. Um, Name one. Uh, Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Justice League. Justice yeah. League's the shit. Yep. Of the shit. Of I didn't even shit. have to see that to know <laughs> that it was garbage. It was garbage. The god dividing, the CGI. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. The fucking. It was directed by two people basically, and you oh, could yeah. tell how different it is. Joss
1: Whedon and Zack Schneider.
0: hmm Which. And then Can't make too fun of Zach the, just because of what he's been through. Yeah, but, I mean, come still. On. And then I got the last Airbender and <laughs> Shaman.
1: <laughs> that was two thousand nine, though.
0: Was it? Yeah. Oh, well, two thousand eight. Oh, well. And uh, last Airbender is shit. Yeah, it was. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Oh, I have one. What? Cats. <laughs> if you want to know, like, the worst movie ever, mm-hmm. hands down. It's cats. (laughs) Do not watch it. Don't waste your
0: money. I did, and it was a
1: mistake. (laughs) It was a mistake.
0: Uh, I also got the movie with uh, Charlie Sheen, (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. It's pretty fucking bad. It's so (laughs) bad. I've never seen that. It's pretty shit. I saw it. I was like, oh my God, this is fucked up of a movie.
1: He needs to not
0: do anything mm-hmm. anymore. He just needs to stop but yeah. Uh, that's my basic dishonorable mention. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't mention this for honorable mentions So neither did you, but Joker.
1: Yeah, I wanted to mention that
0: one, but
1: uh I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's it a, is good.
0: It's a good film. Like Bucky Phoenix does a great job. He's he
1: a, does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. He is the driving force for that movie. Yeah,
0: for sure. I yeah. think uh people should watch it. It's mainly like character study type of type of film. Yeah.
1: And um there's a lot of news behind it saying people saying like it it, it, trivializes or it glorifies yeah okay that's a lot of editing (laughs) but people say it glorifies Mm -hmm. like just mental illness yeah and i don't just i don't agree with that because it obviously is very painting his actions Mm -hmm. in a bad light but yeah great movie great Great movie
0: movie. okay Jesus we're gonna call it here yeah we are going to we we might have made this a two-parter oh no (laughs) that is not gonna be in one episode for sure but yeah uh, thanks for watching guys thanks for for listening listening to our
1: top tens or fives I'm (laughs) all
0: fucked up god we've been talking for too long yeah Uh, alright we're gonna come back to y'all next week
1: Please tune in next time, and our next time we'll be uh, we'll be talking about top mm-hmm. five games. And yep. Probably other crazy news. Yep. Hopefully, Omisian will go to jail by the time <laughs> we uh,
0: upload this. But also, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple. You uh, can find
1: us on uh, our social media too. You can go on our Twitter, mm-hmm. our Facebook, Instagram. got a
0: Yeah, I got the Twitter right here. Twitter's the last input. Uh, at input og. Yeah. So uh, check well, us out. Instagram is the last input, and then the Facebook will be your last input. Okay.
1: And YouTube, the by, last. By input.
0: the time this comes out, we'll mostly have all that up. Yeah. So definitely check us out. Um, so yeah. We'll see anyway, you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. Yeah. Later, guys.